everyone, and welcome to issue number 152 of the Bad Carry Podcast. Yeah, that's right. Uh, tonight, we're going to be jumping into our respective DeLoreans, TARDISes, uh, phone booths, <laughs> time spheres, and going back into the past to pick up the official 2018 Bad Coyote Funky Summer Game. Uh, the rules tonight are going to be simple. Each of us will make a case for a game that personifies uh, summer for them. And... Uh, I've lost my place. This is why I can't do this after working with children for a week. I'm not going to lie to you. In hindsight, we probably could have done like an Olympic probably. kind of theme. Like summer games. Well, it's not a summer, summer year. Games. Yeah. It's not a summer year, though. This yeah, would have been great last year. Someone going to fact check me on that? Look, I'm just going to say I'm real good at the high dive. Or not so much the high dive yeah, as yeah. the extreme belly flop. Yeah. Cool. All right, so let's let's take a step back. The rules are simple. Uh, each of us will, will make a case for a game that personifies summer for them. This does not have to be a game that was released in the summer necessarily, just something that um, means summer for everyone. Uh, and I know that we've had some audio difficulties live, and if you want to hear more audio difficulties live, you can tune in each and every Thursday night, <laughs> twitch.tv slash... Uh, Bad Coyote Funky. I also did see that before it was brought up in chat, <laughs> which is why I lost my place in reading because I fixed it because I am yeah. amazing. At, I'm not going to say I'm the best at multitasking, yeah. but I'm like maybe top two. You're the best. I'm the. Anyways, rules are simple. Uh, everyone pick one game that personifies, personifies summer for them. Uh, Tonight, we're not going to be doing our usual secret question because literally every question I'm going to throw at you is going to be a secret question. I'm just not going to hit the jingle every time. Can I'll you, play the jingle. Can you please put it like in every post? Day. Just to every, every question. Just a little jingle. Uh, I'll put it at the end of the episode for those of you listening uh, uh, at home live tonight. If not, then sorry you're not getting the jingle today. I, I love Or it. this week. Um before we get into all of our wonderful shenanigans to pick the official 2018 summer game for Bad Cody Funky, let's see who's joining us this week. We have David the Bearded Menace. I can't cast that here. TV is Casey. It's a me. Doc Chris. Look, nice. summertime girls are the kind of like, I'll steal your honey like I stole your bike. Nice. You're welcome. Nice. I want LFO on your faces. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Uh, and I'm your host for the evening, Chris Greg. Now that we've gotten all that business out of the way, gentlemen, fuck Batman. I mean, fuck nah. Batman. Already? Uh, what happened? What happened this week? I just had to say. I'm surprised none of you said that as an intro. Hello. I'm sorry. I didn't want to. We talked. We tossed have, it around. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what happened this week? Like salad. What happened this week? Oh man. All right. Yeah. Look, if you were here last week, as you usually are, we talked about Nathan Fillion. Gave us a little tease with an Instagram post of uh, mm. of Drake the artist, and uh, then some Latin phrase that you know you put two and two together and you go, oh hey, it's Uncharted. Well, uh, mm. guess what? We talked that, about that last week, right? We did two weeks ago. Yeah, was it two weeks ago? Was it last week? I don't know. We did it, was it last week. The in, last in the past. Yeah. And um, so this week he just released a 15 minute short film where he plays Nathan Drake, and just cause. Just because. It literally is just because, uh, and he said in an interview, he just said, 
we were sick of waiting for this thing to be made, and we decided we just wanted to see it. So we had to make it so that we could see it. A couple of that guys with a lot of money just got together and had a good time on a weekend. Absolutely. That is amazing. And it's 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 great. The beats are all there. There's even a shot where he kind of like prepares himself. He walks out the door and the the camera moves to the exact angle that you that you are behind Nathan Drake in the actual uncharted video games. I and didn't like that. Part. I thought it was great. My only It was complaint... too oofable, wasn't it? Yeah. A oh, little oh bit. You yeah. Ball, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really but was. it was clever. I thought it was clever. And it was a, a wink and a nod, not just like, video games look like this, so I do these. Um, that kind of thing. So, um, I loved it. You should watch it. It takes 15 minutes of your life. It's Nathan Fillion. Oh, you can't go wrong. There was like, so like the whole thing like kind of starts, right? Like where like you don't know who's playing Nathan Drake, even though you really know because that's why you're fucking watching the thing. But they have like a hood over his head and he's like taking hostage. And then they, they rip it off and it's Nathan Fillion's mug. And I'm like, that's not Nathan Drake though. And like for there was like a good like I would say the whole interrogation scene where I was like that's just Nathan Fillion like I don't I don't know and then all of a sudden the action started and I was like oh no no that's I, him I was wrong I was uh, uh, yep proceed Mr Fillion I was just about to ask you Greg because like you were like a super fan of that series I really at least like in my opinion series, yeah. like um so I was ask like does he does he fit the parks I've never really I've watched you play like. Once or twice, I never played myself. More or less, like like uh, a lot of the lines he delivers, he delivers as himself, and I think there is a slight difference between Nathan Fillion and Nathan Drake. In Nathan Fillion's of... a little faster in his delivery, yeah, than Nolan North. However, yeah. fun fact: um, so this September we're getting the next uh, a major installment of Destiny. In which oh, case, I just wanted, yes. In yes, which yes, case, yes. Uh, Nathan Fillion actually plays. Um, so he plays a, a character that's going to be a main part of this new uh, called Cade Six. It's going to be a main part of the new story. Uh, however, yeah, nice. apparently Nathan Fillion's schedule would not line up with the audio recording for the voiceover work. Um, mm-hmm. So Cade 6 is actually going to be voiced in this new one by Nolan North. No, who is also, this is a Bill Murray, Lorenzo music 100%. situation. 100%. Uh, wonderful. Nolan North, of course, also does the voice of uh, Nathan Drake in the Uncharted series that Nathan Fillion mm-hmm. just actually played the live-action version of. So... It's great. We love Nolan North. We love Nathan Fillion. This is just a... uh, We love Garfield. Yeah, we love Garfields. We love (laughs) Bankman. It's wonderful. It's so... Like, all, like, uh, the fanboys and everything were going crazy that Nathan Fillion, like, he wasn't going to be back. And I'm pretty sure Nolan North did the voice of Cade in the trailer, and no one noticed. Well, he doesn't say anything in the trailer. He doesn't really say anything in the trailer. I thought he said a line. No, no. It's a slow motion. He just gets shot in the face. Oh, yeah. You're right. No one's yeah. going to notice because it's literally um, this. It's, it's going to be like 12 lines. It'll be a little done. faster or slower. That's it. It's going to be wonderful. Um, Dave, you had something. So, um, big, huge bomb dropped today at San Diego Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Um, something that I didn't expect that was nowhere in the message boards anywhere that, was, that no one saw it. coming. Yeah. Yeah, no one expected it was... Um, Star Wars The Clone Wars is back. We are getting it back. Hashtag Clone Wars saved. Saved. Now, back in the day, uh, The Clone Wars was canceled on um, Cartoon Network. So it basically ended like around season five. Season six was, I think, released on Netflix. It kind of mm-hmm. showed you more what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, Featuring David the Clone. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, The Clone Wars was a bit hard to get to in the first two seasons. Once they got to season three, it was like, they went back to Nam in some episodes where they burnt fucking people like on Mustafar. Um, 
So it was, it was, it was, it got really, really good. It just ended on a weird note because it literally wasn't finished. In the last episode of The Clone Wars, you could tell it wasn't finished at all. So to see that it came back in the trailer they dropped with it was kind of cool to see. Um, we're getting 12 episodes, but it's going straight to Disney streaming service. Um, hmm. So that means if you actually want to watch this, you're going to have to subscribe to like their, their streaming service. Interesting. Have I told my Clone Wars story, by the way? No. I don't Maybe think I have. Not. All right. So fun fact. Started watching Clone Wars. Um, on there, I've come in on and off, watching a little bit off. And then um, I think my wife and a friend of mine saw that it was on sale for like 50 bucks on Amazon on Amazon one day. And it was like, oh, should I get it? It's like, nah, you know it's going to be on Netflix. Well, then uh, there was a little period of time where Netflix must have been renegotiating with Disney. And um, it got removed. And I went, oh, shit, I can't finish it. So then it then went on sale again for like 50 bucks. I was like, I got to get it. So I ordered it, came in the mail. And like three days later, it was back on Netflix. (laughs) Like a chump. Everyone made such a big deal out of that, too. I think we even talked about that when it got taken off of Netflix because it seemed like it was going to be like all the news outlets were talking about how it was going to felt like it was going to be permanent this time. And legitimately, two weeks later, it came back. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, like it's I I I do like that it's coming back because one of the things that Dave Fioni said, like an interview with Kotaku was um, how there's a lot of a generation of Star Wars fans that like grew up with the Clone Wars. Like we grew up with the original trilogy. But their introduction to Star Wars was the Clone Wars. That that was where they started with, like on Cartoon Network and and stuff like that. So it's like kind of like he's giving back to those fans in many ways. But he's giving back to like anyone who loves the series, pretty much. And it'll be mm-hmm. nice to see like what happened. What, like it ended what a time way to abruptly. Be alive when all of your heroes are on screen with beards made of wood. <laughs> <laughs> It does. The animation does look. It does look a lot different from like the original Clone Wars, but it does look really similar in many ways. Like it does look nothing like the animation from Rebels. It looks like two completely different um, houses now. Hmm. Um, so they're trying to go back to how it looked like for the Clone Wars. So it's not too much of a shock, but again, like we're gonna see, we're gonna see what happens to Darth Maul. We're gonna see what happens to like Ahsoka and like how she comes back and what finally happens when she goes. Like how like Rex and the rest of them like don't like follow order 66 and how they probably show up in like in rebels and wait, again, wait it came wait, out of nowhere when in the clone wars is this taking place in the clone wars or is it taking place like it's those characters but like after the clone wars it's in the clone Wars still like well, it's yeah. still the clone well, wars. i'm more i'm more interested so. in like after post clone wars i'm more interested in like rebels time now but like before the rebels happen in between clone wars and we're rebels invested in be. the dark times yeah. That 20-year period where yeah. Vader is tearing ass through any remaining Jedi mm-hmm. and then rebellions and dude, and, and are forming. In many ways, so am I. Because, like, uh, I know a lot of people say there's, like, so many stories you can tell in those 20 years mm-hmm. that probably have nothing to do with the main story, but there still could be a lot. Like, there's the Force some, Unleashed. Like, yeah. Force Unleashed, <laughs> like, I mean, Rogue One was a good call. Let's not talk about Solo too much. But, like, there's a lot of things that could be in there that we would be awesome to see. Like, what? What kind of shit Darth Maul's doing at this point? Like, I like there's a lot. I like you're just years. like we're not gonna talk about Solo too much, but we all agreed that yeah. it was okay. It's fine. It it's, it's fine. fine. Just you just made it seem like want... we're all like it, listen to our solo episode. You'll hear us say it's fine. Is the other some of us say it was better than Last Jedi, and yeah. that's pretty much how it goes. I mean uh, that that should be enough to get any Star Wars fans ass in a seat. 
It's like, but oh, it's I, it's a Star Wars that's better than Last Jedi. Oh well, fucking sign me back sign me up. up. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm a fan again. Um, yeah, I, I'm just more interested. Like we already know what happened to Ahsoka. What happened during that time? Like there is a book about it. Like yeah. I don't need it. I don't need animation to do that. I know what happens. There's a, if you don't want if you don't like reading, like me, there's an audio book that is read <laughs> by the fucking voice actress who plays Ahsoka. So it's just like is that is that canon though or is it not canon? It's canon. Yeah, it's absolutely that, canon. Oh yeah, it came yeah. out afterwards. It's yeah. been yeah. canonized. It's canonized. Yeah, like canon. It's been canonized. It's been canonized. Yeah, <laughs> got him. Uh, Casey, you got something hi, you want to talk about? Hi. Yeah. Hi. Um, Hello. The, the this one will hit quick because I want to hit this next piece of news that you've got. Uh, the Stranger Things season three little mall teaser. Mm-hmm. Um. Ahoy, folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stranger Things is coming back, and it looks like Hawkins, Indiana is going to be home to a grand old brand spanking new mall. It's just like mm-hmm. a mini mall. It's just mm-hmm. like a mini mall. The Star Court. The mall mm-hmm. of the future. Um, <laughs> the whole trailer is its tricked out like... Something you would see on TV or like an old beat up VHS. There's all the tracking yep. going from side to side. The music is terrible and synthesized. There's star yep. wipes. I love it. There's I love everything acting. about it. It doesn't show yeah. anything, but if I had to hedge my bets, this mall is built on that big ass pumpkin field that oh, had all absolutely. the. Absolutely. Yeah, that's got all the weird. So I'm hoping, fingers crossed, uh, entire season with them trapped in a mall. In yes, the upside down. Do that. Trapped in the upside down. In the down upside mall. down. So they're upside in the lamb, oh is God. what you're saying? It'll be like uh, it'll be like the upside down version of Dawn of the Dead. Jesus Christ! Like they're stuck in a fucking mall. Or yes. Dead Rising. Let's do that. All of it. Numerous yeah. things. Yeah, I'm about yeah. it. You know what? I'm Greg, okay if the upside down just starts spitting out dead people. We've yeah. been ducking it for for the whole time since we started. I really don't. Want we've got to confront this man. Drop it like yeah. it's hot. Rip the bandaid off. Just do it. Fire now. news. Bad. I can't. All right. One. Fire Two. News. Three. Uh, remember how last week or two weeks ago or whatever it was we're talking about, uh, DC is having their own streaming service, uh, and they're going to have original shows like Young Justice Season 3 is going to be on there? Well, my friends, <laughs> For all of you, you paying to support Young Justice Season 3 so that it gets a Young Justice Season mm-hmm. 4, you're also, also paying to support this. Titans live action Blech. show trailer hit. And man, is it every bit as horrible as I thought it would be. It's I, I we were talking about it in, in in our own little personal BCF podcast chat, um, just like how horrible it was. And I think Chris said it's just a it's like a CW, and I think that's doing the CW shows a disservice. <laughs> yeah, it actually like I don't watch the CW shows, but I can tell you right now, I would much rather watch a CW show, uh, DC show than this trash. Mm. So I'm I'm going to say this. I enjoy Smallville. I know it's not a good show, but I enjoy but it, it was for great. its flares and you know yeah. Lex Luthor and Lionel Luthor was awesome. But it's not a, it's not a good show. Like like Stranger Things is a good show. Breaking Bad was a good show. There's there's what you call quality. You know what? Friday Night, Night Lights is a good show. good show. There Tim we go. Taylor, Tim Riggins, my Tim boys. Riggins. Hey. Um, I would much rather. I would say, Titans makes Smallville look Oscar nomination worthy. Oh no! 
I what, say what that. bothers me about Titans the most, mm-hmm. and I brought up in chat, mm-hmm. is other than Robin, who looks like he would, he looks like he could be okay. Except um, he kills people. Oh, let, we'll, we'll cover that in a second. Yeah, we will cover that yeah. in a second. Woo. But the freaking like costumes and how they look bother the fuck out of me. Like Raven seriously looks like someone who tried to do a Raven cosplay and gave up after the White Raven. Just I have the least problem with Raven and Beast Boy. <laughs> I have the least problem. The with. least offensive. I've I've seen dude. I've seen better cosplays of that. Come on, man. Come on. Um, like. All I'm going to say Starfire. All I'm going to say is Starfire looks like a hooker from a Spawn comic. Oh, oh my god. Well, ain't that quaint. I'm what pretty sure done? they lifted the design for Starfire from the uh hit cliffhanger vampire comic Crimson from 1999 to 2000 something. I'm pretty sure there's a character that looks exactly like that in that book. I'll find the page. Starfire, it looks like... Uh, We're really... Now, granted, I'm not... Uh, full disclosure, I'm probably not into Titans as much as, like, you guys are for the most part. Or one particular um, thing in the chat. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, 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 I liked it. I love watching T-Titans. I don't watch T-Titans Go because the animation bothers me a little bit. Um, and I have watched a lot of the movies. Movies were pretty cool. But Starfire was, like, just... No, like, Starfire is is it it hurts my eyeballs. I was just rubbing my eyes because they were hurting remembering what I saw. It was it's just like Remember when we first saw the set pictures and it was like no they're like no 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 it doesn't look this it won't look this bad on TV. Spoiler alert. It does. And then it and then it does. No so one bad. is reassured. It lo- she looks like she Starfire looks like she went to a college Halloween party as Raggedy Ann and did the walk of shame back. Oh my god, you are absolutely right. Slutty Raggedy Ann. Absolutely right. Jesus. Why have we let Robin off the hook, who clearly is the age to be so here's uh, here's the thing uh, Nightwing, but just squeeze back into his Robin costume for shits and giggles. So here's the thing (laughs) with with Robin. Um the costume is Tim Drake's costume, beyond a shadow of a doubt. His yeah. attitude is Jason Todd's attitude. And had they not said, like, Dunhole Grayson's You're the Boy from the Circus thing, it could have gone in either direction, and I think I would have been more okay with it. I would have been okay if they yeah. went out of canon, and that's just Jason Todd, and we leave it at that. The yeah. uh, infamous fuck Batman line would have been way more applicable. Him using a gun would have made way more sense, and they could have still had their dark, gritty nature and not have everyone who's a dick grayson fan be like what the fuck is going on like at at his worst i think dick would have said forget that man yeah and that's about it i don't gee wilkers i'm upset with you yeah (laughs) if anybody remembers in batman the animated series the whole robin's reckoning episode where he just fucking walks out on batman he's like oh yeah he's like i don't need you i'm my own man Get out of my way. And he just, Batman just steps aside. Hmm. And, and and the he, whole, like, not having a Nightwing costume, I'm fine with now. Like, I'm not, like, upset about that because he'll earn that. He rips off the R. He's just wearing, like, a nondescript Robin costume right now. And then right. in season two or three, God, I hope there's not one. But if it were me kind of in charge of the structure of the show. Disco Nightwing. Nightwing. Disco, Disco Nightwing. Nightwing. Get out of here. <laughs> Um, 
It's so bad. It looks so bad. It's, why is this a thing? It's a classic. Why? Why is this? I don't understand. Because, why because is George Hawk and Perez Dove is in a there? goddamn design genius. But like, why is Hawk and Dove in there? Why is there so much blood? Who who asked for that? Yeah. It's just like oh, Zack Snyder. I, I'm pretty sure <laughs> at one point someone jumps on a bad guy's face and crushes the skull. Yeah. No, that's that's probably yep. Dick. That's and our it boy doesn't Dick. Even look He's cool. murdering people in an alley. You know, like any protege of Batman would. It's horrible. It hurts my feelings. It hurts my sensibilities. It hurts everything that makes me me. It hurts to be alive. It just hurts, man. Come on. Everybody hurts. I think think what, like, really just rubs the salt in the wound even more is that if I want to watch Young Justice Season 3 and support it for more seasons, I have... They're gonna think I'm supporting Titans, and I want I want to be very clear right now. I am in no way, shape, or form ever gonna do that. Period. Um, that's the final current event. Any last thoughts on Titans? It looks bad. It looks Here, here's bad. here's my thinking. Yeah. How can DC, knowing full well, like ninety five percent of Titans audience? is people who grew up from watching the original animated series in like 0304, right? It's lighthearted. They're goofing around. There's some serious moments, but it's about a bunch of friends who hang out and occasionally fight crime. This is what they would want to see 15 years later. Now that they've grown up, come on. You know what I want to see 15? Know your audience. You know what I want to see 15 years later, Casey? What? The identity of the second Red X. That's all I want in my life right now. <laughs> I just I just need that closure. Just tell me. Just tell just, me. Just, just somebody. Tell I don't me. need an episode. I don't need a movie. I don't need a comic book. I just need a name a on a piece paper. of paper. That's all I need. <laughs> Maybe origami. Yeah, that would be nice. Not you unfold it dramatically and then and go, it's just gasp. like and it just goes Jason Todd. And I'd be like, fuck, I knew it. And then I'll be it. It's Jason Todd. Uh, Jason Todd. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's jump right into our main topic. Now, again, we're going to be t- we're going to be discussing our favorite uh, video game that reminds us of the summer. We're going to talk in depth. I'm going to ask probing questions and get to the real center of why you like this game. Uh, it's going to be invasive. It's going to be uncomfortable. Uh, I'm I'm going to enjoy it. I don't know about you guys as much. Before we get started, I want to make sure that oh, everyone knows. Oh, the probing? You're asking for everyone yeah. to enjoy the probing. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. enjoy the probing. Of course. Uh, everyone's going to make a fair case for their game. Uh, we're going to leave it up to the chat tonight over at twitch.tv slash coyotefunky to choose the winner. Uh, if you have your own game that you think uh, helps uh, personify summer even more and you're in chat right now, I would invite you uh, to type that now. We'll t- discuss it uh, after these gentlemen discuss theirs if you are listening mm-hmm. from home and couldn't make it live you can f- go ahead and feel free to email us at vbcfpodcast at gmail.com uh and you can go ahead and tell us what your favorite um summertime game is and why it should be a contender and why it's better than what these knuckleheads came up with um let's keep it fun let's make excellent arguments for everything and let's try to hurt our, each other's feelings as much as humanly possible <laughs> oh my welcome God. to movie fight i mean uh 
Welcome to the what? Thunderdome. The Thunderdome. It was a game fight. Uh, so we're, tonight we're going to start in the order in which you see on your screen. So we're going to start with Dave the Bearded Menace. Dave the Bearded Menace, mm -hmm. what is your summer 2018 game? So my summer of 2003 game, mm -hmm. um, good favorite of mine. Reason why is because literally didn't have a car yet. Had Couldn't really get in anywhere. All we could do is play video games. It's a game that came out in 2002. We didn't play it hard until like roughly that summer anyway. Um, and it's a sequel to, I want to say, the better a sequel to a much better game, but the tr sequel is pretty good. Um, Just tell us what it is. Red Faction 2. There it is. Nice. For the PlayStation 2. Fully okay. destructible environments, you say? What? Well, no, no, no. This one, Red Faction 2, didn't have the fully destructible environments. Only certain objects were destructible. Red Faction 1 had the fully destructible environments. Weird oh, they took a step back. Weird that you they would, really, weird well, that they you would not it, you would correct me on that when you're trying to advocate for your game. <laughs> hmm. The reason why it made it fun was one, when we played the first Red Faction and it was like fully destructible, we spent most of our time destroying the environments, not really fighting each other. Um let's see like how much we could do. Um the game did do a lot more with like how destructive of how in the first Red Faction everything was destructible. But a lot of times there wasn't any type of like skill or technique to it. In the Red Faction Two, certain things were destructible, but it kind of added to like the gameplay. Like you could shoot like a freaking grenade at a pole, drop the pole, have it land on the enemy or land on something else that explodes and destroys shit. So you can destroy a lot more just with one round or one well placed round and stuff like that. Um, where it really, really, really came into play was the multiplayer. Um, obviously, it wasn't online. It wasn't online at all. Is just like you and four of your buddies connected to the PlayStation 2. But you can create bots in the game. And the bots, you could level... You basically, you would choose an avatar for the bot that you would fight against. But you could also level up those bots as you saw fit. So to a certain point, if you level it up too high, you basically create something that was harder to fight than a boss in the game. So it'd be four dudes against one bot. And it just would be destruction all around, basically. Okay, what what is it about... Uh, so like your, your main point for this is not only just co-op, but... Um, destructible environments, right? Mm -hmm. uh, what is it about destructible environments that reminds you of summer? Well, <laughs> yeah, I told you I was going to be probing deep. Ooh. No, no, no. It's a, it's a, it's a good, good question, and a good thing. So basically, um, me and my buddies got into LARPing back in like 2003, for the most part. I right? love where this is going. Um, All right, me too. So, but we never, no one really drove a car. I didn't, no one had a car at that point. So we had to make it up as we went along. You rode so each other. Line, huh? Yeah. We would basically make our weapons out of like, keep in mind, we didn't know much about LARPing up until much later. We made our weapons out of wood and metal and God knows what. And that's what we fought with in the fucking woods. So a lot of things were destroyed to make our weapons. We did a lot of breaking of things to make our weapons. And we did things a lot of breaking of each other. Things were destroyed. Tetanus was had. No, there, we never had tetanus, but we did have a couple broken knuckles here and there. Jeez. Oh, um, but after, like, I mean, we'd be out there for, like, middle of, in the summer. We'd get up, like, early. I am not a morning person. Not, if before 9.30, I am useless to the world. Um, but we'd get, I'd get up early just for this. We'd go in the woods. We'd be out in the woods for, like, all day from, like, maybe sun up to, like, 8, 9 o'clock at night pretty much. Go to the pizza place, get a bunch of pizza from like down the street from the house, come back to my house, and we'd play like Red Faction 2 for like the rest of the night. Hmm. Nice. 
Uh, so it'd be a way just to calm down from just fucking each other up all day. What summer meal would best complement Red Faction 2? It'd be either a large pepperoni pizza or a large chicken and bacon pizza with lightly crisp bacon. What about your beverage? Dr. Pepper. I like it. That's, 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 that was our victory meal. After every battle, we'd go eat that. We'd order like, God, like a pizza a piece, at least like eight or nine pizzas for mm-hmm. the most part from like pizza place. He'd always throw in like four, like two or two for free pretty much. We ordered a lot. Um, go back to my house and hail the pizza, play red faction two and just have at it. What was the latest play session you ever had with red faction two? Oof. I want to say maybe 2006. That's right around when halo two came out and we were playing red faction two. And then like someone decided to throw halo two into the mix. And it's like, from it, that it, day forward, we were boys who became. Well, I, I don't mean I don't mean like the a, blood a, gulch made you grow up real fast. I, I don't <laughs> yeah, mean dude. like like a combination gaming night. I mean like just Red Faction Two because that's kind of cheating, right? That's kind of like saying no, like, no. It's it's it was somewhere around it was somewhere uh, okay. around like Halo Two. It was okay. some, around when Halo Two was out. All right. That's where we used to start stop playing like on that so much because with the Xbox, you're able to connect two systems together with the LAN cable and just have at it. Mm-hmm. Um. But, like, every now and then, we would still go back to Red Faction every now and then. But, like, around there now is, like, when we stopped playing it as much. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Um, final thoughts before we move right on to Casey. I uh, make that, that sales pitch about why this should be the official 2018 summer game that is endorsed by Bad Cody Funky. Many games give you multiplayer. Many games give you the option to play like across the across the internet, across land cable, across a freaking like college campus if you do it right. Hell, you can have a dorm battle with other games. But what made Red Faction Two fantastic was it was you and four, two other, three other buddies. Sorry, the four of you in front of a TV fighting each other, fighting bots, having a good old time. And whoever was the le- like the biggest loser had to jump out for someone else to play. It was a good, good old-fashioned time. With pepperoni pizza and Dr. Pepper. And Dr. Pepper. And chicken and bacon pizza with lightly crisp bacon. Can't forget that. That's fair. Casey. Uh, there was only ever one choice for me. I know you're uh, going to choose. And it would be a Backyard wrestling. choice. No, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> Physical? Come on. No. Me? Get out of here. Sports game? Come on. Sports games. My answer is Super Mario Sunshine, released oh. in 2002 on the Nintendo GameCube. I thought you were going to go with Smash. Oh, okay. see, you would think so, but mm-hmm. in the appropriate theming of the summertime, what's more summery than the first game where Mario's got short sleeves and he's hanging out on a tropical island literally on summer vacation? Respect. Respect. Nice. Look, there's a lot that can be said about this game. Uh, originally, it was advertised as Mario having more moves than ever, which up until, I believe, Odyssey remains true. Um, spin jumps, dives, everything with the flood between shooting water in a bunch of different ways, hovering, rocket packs, uh, speed boosters, diving and sliding on water, which, you know... It might be the only game in history that has a built-in slip-and-slide mechanic, and I'm just really <laughs> about that life right now, okay? 
I'm a goddamn 28 year old man and I fantasize about having a slip and slide in my fucking video games. Okay. That's I think most I'm of at. us do. Yeah. Um, but other than that, maybe one of the more challenging Mario games of its day. It was something in the summer. I was 12 years old. So I would pour hours and hours into this game because it had simultaneously the most frustrating, but I think rewarding challenge you could have. And that's searching all over for those goddamn blue coins. There was no system in place to help you. It relied on ingenuity, talking to your friends, calling them up, asking them where you found one in a level, searching meticulously over the ones you were missing for, all while gathering as many shine sprites as you could all around each of the game's many varied levels. It's it's a Mario game in every sense of the word, and it adds so much more challenge than anything that had previously been featured in the series it's it's the first one to me that really takes a step up into adulthood which i feel like as a growing boy in the summertime you're you're approaching these more difficult games that you'd later face in manhood this is this is before <laughs> dark souls this is before your binding of isaacs the the games you'd embrace as a man before all that we had mario sunshine and god damn it that's my choice for summer game of all time I've learned after being on a show with Casey for about three years now, going oh, on God, to four, that, that if you me. just let him keep on talking, he'll eventually tucker himself out. And you like see it. <laughs> <in his eyes. laughs> uh, He's about to go have a juice box and just lay down. Yeah. I got power in. I'm okay. <laughs> Excuse me, Capri Sun. Let's get classy. So, Casey. Oh, Capri Sun. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm digging. I'm really hungry right now. So, I'm digging this, this food, these food questions. If you could personify Super Mario Sunshine in a summertime snack, what would it be? Super Mario Sunshine is getting a goddamn chili cheese dog oh. and an ice-cold glass of lemonade sunny day. Oh. mixed sunny day. with iced tea. I'm talking chili cheese dogs and Arnold Palmer. That's oh. my flavor of Super Mario Sunshine. Okay. Oh, God, Casey. I, lo- I love it when you talk dirty, buddy. Oh, oh. my God. Oh, it's so good. It's what so was what was the oh. most difficult blue coin that you found without any help? Uh, God. Mm-hmm. Well, I can remember the very last one I got. Okay, let's go with that one then. It was in the first level, you know, where you fight Petey Piranha and everything for the first time. And there's all the Petey stupid Piranha. pokey cactuses and whatever. And you spray the top of a random tree amongst trees that all otherwise look the same and it pops right out the top hmm. i had 119 shine sprites man and 19 blue coins because you had to trade in 20 blue coins to get a shine and there it was the last one and i just i picked it up and i made that noise and it just said would you like to save and i'm like oh would i and then he hit would no i like accident. to save sir yes and then oh, he lost no. power before he could hit yes. <laughs> yeah. And then, I <laughs> then my GameCube spontaneously combusted, even though it's easily the most durable video game system <laughs> ever made. Um, obviously, anyone who's ever seen Casey uh, do any of his game streams knows that he's a bit of a completionist, uh, despite whatever oh. else is going on in the world. Oh, yeah. Um, what is it about Mario Sunshine? Because I have to imagine that this, you were playing this probably before this completionist attitude. or was Oh, that... no, sir. 
This was this was rooted in me since somebody told me you can find Yoshi on the roof of Princess Peach's castle, and, and it was 64. true. <laughs> and it was true. Interesting. It was true. Interesting. None of this L is real two four zero one bullshit. None of that. Um, I've been a completionist since pretty much day one of getting an N sixty four. Okay. Uh, so, and let me tell you, another reason that this game is the perfect summer game. Do you know? Do do any of you know what happens when you get all 120 shine sprites in this game? You get to well, no, get happens? Yoshi. No, man. Better oh, than happens. that. You get Mario wearing sunglasses and a Hawaiian shirt with shine sprite print all over it. Nice. That is your final reward for getting everything in this game. Count Interesting. It. Interesting. Your eternal and, reward. And as a bonus, okay? The sunglasses actually dim the brightness of the screen because the game gets brighter the more shine sprites you collect. Interesting. Ah. They think of everything. Hmm. Goddamn Nintendo. Uh, what was the most interesting mechanic in Mario Sunshine for you? Uh, I am a, a huge fan of the spin jump where you, you whip the stick in a circle and then you jump and he just does this cool tornado leap. Because then you could spray in the air at the same time, and the water would just go everywhere. Um, My dog does that, but it's not water. Yeah. Oh, which one? <laughs> rusty. Oh. Of course, it's rusty. You're like Neo in the Matrix when it happens. It's yeah. wonderful. <laughs> it's not wonderful. It's just it's a move that it's easy to do. It's fun to do. It feels good. And in true Mario fashion, Charles Martinet gives you his best. <gasps> And I'm just, nice. it's, it's my childhood. Uh, final sales pitch for this, just like final Daisy. sales pitch. Uh, it's a game that's themed around summer vacation. Uh, in real life, playing it during summer vacation, you could devote so much time to it because there was so much to put in. It's a good feeling game. It's fun to play. You could pick it up pretty much any time. Grab a shine sprite, put it down, have a drink. I mean. It's a very cool, chill ass game, and you can you can just roll with it, which is what summer's all about, man. Hmm. Interesting. Nice. And with that, we're gonna move right on down. We're gonna scoot right on down to Doc Chris with his summer game. Look, before we get into video games about this thing, let's talk about what summer entertainment's really about. Uh oh. All right. The answer is big ass blockbuster movies. Am I right? Oh no. I know what he's gonna say. All right. Here's the deal. Lic- licensed video games. We're going on dangerous Oh, no, 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 no. no. Okay, we don't worry about li- not licensed video games. But the idea is you're looking for basically the biggest, baddest action movie that you can find. Lots of explosions. Great story. Wonderful. You don't get that in a video game Mm-mm. quite as much ba, 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 as playing ba, ba, Naughty Dog's masterpieces, ba, 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 the Uncharted ba. series. Oh! I'm going to have to actually narrow it down to my favorite of the series, which is actually Uncharted 3. Uncharted Ooh. 3 is one of my favorite ones, even though technically Uncharted 2 is more critically acclaimed. Um, I swear to God, I saw the same animation of you jumping for a ledge and your partner just barely grabbing you at least 27 times the entire time playing the game. Literally the same <laughs> animation reskinned over and over again. Drove me nuts. Uncharted 3 has a much more varied, um, first of all, animations. Great, wonderful cinematic game. Um, and the set pieces in this game are unreal. 
the first time I realized how nuts this level design was is one of the earlier levels where you're going through a mansion while it's burning down. You're fighting guys, and slowly as you're in that room, it becomes more and more on fire. The ground and roof start to give away, and you got to move on to the next room, pushing you forward throughout the game. Another point, you are on a cruise ship that eventually flips upside down uh, while it's sinking, and you got to get out of that upside-down cruise ship. Wonderful. Uh, we also have car chase scenes uh, when you're riding on a horse on a, in a convoy, jumping from the horse onto some of the other trucks, trying to knock the guys off there. Eventually, you end up on a pla- on a cargo plane. It's insane. Mm. It's literally Indiana Jones incarnate. Mm. I'm going to say Uncharted you know, 3. I, I definitely would have to agree with you because I saw Greg stream like Uncharted 3 a bunch of times, oh, yeah. and it did look like some crazy shit he was getting I never into. streamed 3. I streamed 4. I'm sorry, four. Four. Um, so four was really good, really polished. However, I just don't think it had the kind of the over the top, really memorable, as many memorable set pieces as three did. Yeah. Uh, and I will say last summer, the latest installment in the Uncharted series, which was, um, oh my God, what's the name of it? Uncharted. Uncharted Lost Legacy. The, the I still haven't Lost played racing that. Game. Lost Legacy. Um, came out actually in the summer of last year. I think that phenomenal feel for summer game. It kind of took all the spectacle that they did have in Uncharted 4 and condensed it down to a, a smaller size, so it's just nothing but heavy hits um, mm. over and over again. Phenomenal game. However, again, most memorable memorable for me has to go with Uncharted 3. Hmm. I love the um, Uncharted 2's intro. was probably the greatest intro to any game. Where you're Do- just no, number two greatest intro, where because you could tell it's where Naughty Dog finally figured out how to make it their first Uncharted game more cinematic. Oh yeah, you'd like so in case you haven't played it, here's the scene. Right, uh, Nathan comes to, uh, he's in it. He's in a train. And he's just looking kind of down, and then all of a sudden he realizes he's upside down, and it's just like you don't like see this at all. Like him upside down, you just kind of like is normal. And he has to climb up the train and like halfway through, I believe it starts to fall. So you have to kind of get up that way. But like just that's like the Jurassic Park, uh, the, the Lost World scene, except it yeah. has appropriate pacing. Yeah, <laughs> except it's well done. Um, no, they, they are playing with camera angles. They're figuring out what it means to make um, a cinematic movie or cinematic game. Rather, oh, phenomenal. Um, what is it about Uncharted that uh, draws you to it? because you're a uh, super uncharted fan story and dialogue man it's yeah. like for me the very first thing that has to be there with, with a, a game is is the story um it's got to have a really good story and on top of that it's got to have snappy dialogue that keeps me engaged big fan of that mm. uh, personify uncharted in a summertime snack Ooh, yeah this is gonna be tough that is kind of a tough one. Um, I should have saw it coming, but alas, I did not. Uh, I'm going to say a hoodsie because who wouldn't want to have ice cream on the go? Mm. Interesting. Right? Just like you're on the go with uh, Nathan Drake jumping from building to building. <laughs> it's, uh, you got to be able to carry around that ice cream with you and uh, finish it off quickly. And uh, you get to side, uh, dark side or light side because there's chocolate and vanilla in that one. Mm. And uh, Nathan Drake walks the line mm-hmm. between horrific murderer who kills everyone in his path it's very true and whimsical adventure to be fair though everyone that he kills has matrix like reflexes i can't tell you how many times i played uncharted 2 i think or even 3 and i shot him dead in the face and they dodged the bullet 
Yeah. So I'm actually currently going through because I got um, the HD collection. Also, fun mm-hmm. fact, um, summer budgets. Um, that thing goes on sale like all the time. I think I picked Ooh. it up for like eight bucks on the Sully's. Uh, That's for a good the, all point three to first three games. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Um, but um, those enemies in Uncharted One just like walk into your bullets sometimes, which is hysterical. <laughs> what do you, What do you think um, makes Uncharted so cinematic? the camera that's it <laughs> no i'm just kidding uh the set pieces the set okay. pieces in the game they usually usually you go into an area and there's some some gaudy thing that you have to do like i don't know scale a mansion um some giant castle um a statue things like that they kind of work their level design around the large thing that is staring you in the face and in, in any scene um do you think the Uncharted series stands alone on its own, or does it need Nathan Drake? I would say that it stands alone on its own, and one of the reasons that it does is Uncharted Lost Legacy is a phenomenal exact example of that. There is no Nathan Drake in Uncharted Lost Legacy. Um, it's the same mechanics you know and love, same good story, same snappy dialogue, and it is one of my favorites. I would say Uncharted 3 is probably my favorite, then I would say actually Lost Legacy is my number hmm. two. Followed by mm-hmm. Uncharted 4, uh, 2, and 1. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, make your sales pitch. Uncharted 3. Summer 18. Official stamp of approval. Bad Coyote Funky. Go. Bad Coyote Funky Day fans. Here's the deal. Mm-hmm. We all know. We're all grown-ups now. We have bills to pay. We can't always spend a whole bunch of money on classic gaming consoles to play some of these "Quote unquote," Ooh. other summer games that these Throwing guys want. Throwing dirt on the competition. Damn, love it. Just Damn. stick out a little bit. You will see that more than likely the HD Nathan Drake collection goes on sale at some point, and you do get not just one game because you can't just buy Uncharted Three on its own. It comes bonus with Uncharted Two and Uncharted One with it. Just saying, it's a phenomenal game. That's three games for the price of one. Actually, probably for the less impressive one. Not because, even one. Like, not even. Yeah. And um, so many games for practically pennies on the dollar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just get it, play it, and uh, it's it's fun. There's explosions. There's crumbling things. There's puzzles. There's hilarious banter. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's got everything. Whole package. There's Sully. It's kind of like Channing Tatum. Whole package. Hmm. Interesting. Full package. Interesting. Yeah. Um, while we were talking about these, I'm just gonna I'm gonna uh, throw out a couple of uh, games that the chat brought up. Uh, we have Burnout for PS2. Interesting, good interesting game. Choice. That's a good game. Yeah, that's a good. Fire um, good Pro Wrestling that. for the Game Boy Advance. There was. Um, I am looking right now. Pivo says board yep. games. Get out. <laughs> we got we got some smash in there. Smash uh, Con- conflict desert storm two. I don't think I've ever played that. I haven't either. Yeah, interesting, interesting. And I oh so and uh, so I'll get a guy Adam. Good to see you, buddy. Uh, says Bioshock. Oh, that's an interesting one. That is a real interesting one. That's really literally takes place I'm, in the beach, under the beach, under the water. Uh, I'm eighty percent sure I played that sea. over the summer. Yeah, I feel like I only ever want to play Bioshock games in the summer. I'm pretty sure that's what happens. Uh, and he was also now seeing um, he was playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance for to scratch that Diablo itch. 
and you want superheroes at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Uh, I got one that's going to blow all you guys out of the water, and I'm surprised no one thought of this because I had to think of a couple different backups. And actually, my backup Bring was Uncharted, so, you know. Thinking, thinking back. Oh, do you want to do you want to do, do, do lightning round of backups? Because I'm about that. No, let me tell you mine first. Let me tell you mine. We gotta first. go. Let's all do right, round okay, ones all first. Right, okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. I am going to tell you right now that this is the summer game beyond a shadow of a doubt. And uh, if you still have your previous console generation kicking around, it's probably pretty cheap right about now. Anyways, you can find it very easy value, twenty bucks. I probably find it even less over in the used game sections at your games off. This is a time um, when America was untamed. This is a time oh, you son of a bitch. where life was just rugged and hard. And sometimes you had an undead nightmare. That's just what happened. Uh, son of a bitch. I want you to visualize this. You're riding your horse, which is in the desert. And you have a woman screaming for help. And you, being the John Wayne kind of cowboy that you are, stop. I, mean, I feel like I'm getting a little bit of a John Wayne voice as I'm describing this scene. Stop. You got a go, go to help. call in there, pilgrim. Stop. And then, you know, you go to help her. And she throws you off of the horse, jumps on, and takes off. <gasps> this is the world of Red Dead Redemption. And not only... Is this full of action, cinematic moments? It's a bit of a bargain if you still have that old 360 or PS3 kicking around. But also, it looks like it's just hot in that fucking game. So if you're hot in the summer and you're playing this game, you're getting a 4D experience at this point. That's just how it is. I remember playing this game and it was a hot summer and I was in a room with no AC. And I felt the beat of sweats coming off of good old Mar- uh, Marsden, right? Marsden. 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 John Marsden. John, good old James John. Marsden. John, James Marsden. Cyclops? Marsden? Westworld? This turned into Westworld, Westworld? Now? Cyclops? Um, 27 dresses? All of the classics? <laughs> enchanted? You, um, while I'm enchanted with those lists of movies, got it. Um, Red Dead Redemption uh, is, wah, wah. not only is it, ha- it has humor, the, the DLC for that Undead Nightmare was phenomenally done. And if you're fr- a fan of GTA V, you can thank Red Dead Redemption for being the prototype for that whole GTA V online. Because they had that is absolutely the true. entire single-player map that you could run around with your friends and do um, events, mini-games, or just ride off into the sunset if you wanted. So that is my game. If I were to put this in a summer uh, food category. Hold on, hold on. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Ask away. Here's the deal. Yeah. Um, it is a, a hot summer evening. Mm-hmm. Um, you are taking Red Dead Redemption out to a, um, a medium establishment. You, mm-hmm. Let's say your local watering hole. Mm-hmm. Um, Red Dead Redemption, mm-hmm. you know, you finish your dinner. It was a kind of, a, it had a light salad, not too filling. It decided it wants a nice, <laughs> um, a nice summertime dessert dessert that would go with it we're talking about like red wine with spaghetti like fits very well mm-hmm. what do you got for me for a dessert well let's see the dessert for that would be red dead redemption would be of course red velvet cake mm. that's a that's a lot to eat in the summertime <laughs> yeah it really is it's I also mean, kind of gross i mean maybe Oof-ta. maybe for mario sunshine over here 
With your sparkly little yeah, talk talk down the one guy who's actually got a game that takes place during the summer. That wasn't that wasn't one of the rules though. I mean, it's thematically (laughs) appropriate. Um, No, but he's got a point. That wasn't the rules though. It wasn't wasn't part of the rules. You could you could also do. um, I would say like a pudding of some kind, like a good pudding. I would say. Yeah. I I feel in that or like. Cherry Jello, with a little whipped cream on top. Hmm. Uh, I would nice also like to point out that Uncharted Three also has horseback riding, as for, uh, previously noted. Mm-hmm. Just throwing that out there. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Open, open world. Actually, you know what? Riding? No, open. you know what? Be you, you know no. We're let's 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 really think about this. This is like a western we're talking yep. about here. Taking out an untamed wild. Mm-hmm. I think a really good dessert you would have with this would be a nice cup of brandy. Mm. <laughs> Ah, oh wait 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 wait! Can, can the I, breakfast of champions. Can I can I, can I say the um, uh, the local watering hole and their um, let's say more uh, sweet entertainment and desserts? Is that an appropriate dessert? Yeah, yeah, okay, love it. Yeah, the women's that's what it is. The ladies, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a horrible, it's a horrible answer. Um, that was bad. I was going to say food. It's going to be a nice medium rare steak. That's dinner. Ooh. That's what it is. Um, on a nice charcoal grill. Oh, yeah. You're, you're not and wrong. Maybe get some nice uh, sliced up potatoes on top of that, too. That's it. And also, that's usually what dinner is at my house anyways. Now, in the summer. Only, only I thought about Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm not going to lie to you, mm-hmm. Greg. The only reason why I didn't pick it is I didn't play it in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. See, for me, like that's when I played it. And that's what, like just says summer for me because once you play this the phenomenal story the great story with the most ridiculous achievements that you will ever have in a game i'm speaking of specifically of the dastardly achievement where you have to hogtie a woman and leave her on the train tracks and watch a train run over her dastardly it's such a weird like western trope and i don't know why i mean i know why they would include it in in a western game but it's just so unnecessary (laughs) <laughs> still, needlessly I, nefarious I still did it didn't feel good about myself afterwards but i still fucking did it because i got every achievement in that goddamn game um but it just for me like you play through that and you still want to play some more you can invite your buddies in for a round and go be cowboys together or cowgirls oh yeah i forgot that was that that was a yeah. thing yeah so that that's for me um the, the summer game that i'm going to choose up for nomination Let's talk about our runner-ups, what we had as a backup plan. And we're going to go right down the list uh, in order again. So we're going to start with Dave. It definitely was Halo 2. Okay. That was my runner-up. Okay. Um, just because, again, it's like it went directly from Red Faction 2 into Halo 2 mm-hmm. during that whole life transitional period. And like, the same thing, same rules applied. We'd be in the woods battling battling it out like, like barbarians, get a shitload of pizza, then we'd bring it to um, back to my house, but back, but but by the time Halo Two came out, I already had my own car at that point. I finally, I had my first car. Mm. Um, so everyone would pile into my car. We'd have like four or five. I'm sorry, two like two or th- two to three like Xboxes in like the trunk. We go to someone's house. We plug them all in and we just game the fuck out of it. Hmm. Interesting. One of our one of our favorite game modes was uh, Snipe Club. Um, so game starts, 
and basically you have to run in opposite directions to the end of the freaking like uh, level. It's the level that was the uh, oh my god, I can't remember the name of it. It was like a the only city you played on, like the multiplayer map, basically. You run to the edge of the map, you pick up a sniper rifle, and then you wait. Because everyone's cloaked. The only ammo you have is in the sniper rifle. And you could be an asshole and run around and like kick people in the back of the head, but then you might get seen. So it's like it was just like an hour of just waiting for someone to finally get bored and just start firing in random directions. Interesting. Well, so um, I'm sorry. I was typing as you were talking, so I was half paying attention, which is really no <laughs> different than when I'm not typing. But anyways, uh, why did you say why Red Faction ended up coming ahead instead of this game? more memories we played it a lot more like um just because again i didn't have a car at that time so it always ended with us playing red faction 2 whereas with halo it we were already a little bit older we had cars or i had the car so it was like it wasn't played as much as red faction 2 because that's all we had whereas with halo it's like all right let's get a game of halo going uh casey uh my backup choice was the legend of zelda the wind waker uh, i thought you were gonna which, go for a zelda of, yeah i the only reason I, I didn't pick it over Sunshine um, is because Sunshine is a lot more summery. I think that's debatable. I don't know, man. I, I mean, the whole, the whole thing... Wind Waker is, is you're literally sailing the open sea. Right. That feels pretty but summery to me. I don't know. I mean, your sister gets kidnapped. Like, it's a whole... It's a whole to-do. Peach doesn't even get kidnapped until halfway through Sunshine, and it starts off as all fun and games until somebody goops up the whole island. Mm. Um, but I don't know. I, I I think Wind Waker is not an underrated Zelda game. It got a lot of flack when it started, but I think it's, it's really warmed up since then. Uh, to this day, I think it has the greatest final battle I've ever played in a video game, uh, and that's something that's held strong for about 15 years. Wow. Yeah, that final fight with Ganondorf is something else. Yeah. I don't know. Just really, everything about it is final. Hmm. Just the, the, the only waves Zelda are crashing down. Is it really? Yeah, it's the only one I've oh, played man. all the way through. You gotta give Majora another shake. <laughs> all right. Um, but yeah, that would. That's it. Yeah, but it's for the reason you know the exploring part, hitting the sea. It's just the sun beaming down on you in the ocean. Hmm. Good stuff. Uh, Chris. Oh man. Uh, I'm gonna have to say I'm gonna go summer it's all about hanging with your friends having a great time I'm gonna have to say rock band oh, oh. I'm gonna have to go rock band man even before rock band was a thing one of the very first um, games that harmonics put out the, the first fairly successful games um, was a game called amplitude and this is a game I became obsessed with me and my friends got all into it four player um, rhythm game, three buttons using the regular PlayStation controller that you have on there. Um, like, I can't really... I'm usually pretty not that great at video games. Like, I can't really compete in multiplayer, things like that. This was a game I destroyed at. Um, so I got really good at this kind of rhythm games. Then obviously Rock Band 1, Rock Band 2, um, Rock Band 3, now Rock Band 4. Um, in fact, actually, I'm going to be at a bachelor party in a couple weeks where I'll probably be playing, bringing my rock band, all my Rock Band gear, and we're going to be freaking jamming out nice. till all hours oh, fuck, of the night. that's a good idea. God great. damn it. Um, yeah, it's, there's really no better party game than Rock Band. Everyone, it's basically just karaoke plus a bunch of people. That's awesome. A close second to that was definitely Guitar Hero 2. 
Guitar Hero 2, yeah, but then Guitar Hero 2 is like, you, yeah, you had some good battles with Guitar Hero 2 as well. But as far as like full everyone coming in and join this ish. And, and having fun, yeah, no, you're right. Having like, a good that, time. That definitely Rock Band was a. Uh... And the big thing is the downloadable song. Like, I have easily around $500 worth of downloadable content on my, on my Rock Band. That's awesome. Like, yeah. That's awesome. Um, my backup. We got to go ways back. We're talking um, the Sega Genesis console. Ooh, um, let me hear it. There Greg. was let me hear a it. game. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. There wasn't any Sonic game. Uh, uh, you would think it would be like something like Vector Man, but it's not. Ooh, which is now uh, on iOS, by the way. Is it really? Uh, yeah, they released really? it. Yeah, because uh, Sega's been released slowly releasing some of their classic games. Sega Forever. Games. Oh, I did, Sega yeah. Forever. Yeah. Yeah, yep, uh, Vector awesome. Man just dropped. Anyways, go on. There's a game called um, Wonder Boy. And I have. What is Wonder the Boy. secret of uh, your power? It was, it was such a, a great <laughs> game. Side scroller, um, very akin to uh, Zelda 2. And I have never beaten this game. But what's wonderful about Wonder Boy for Sega, I think it was called Wonder Boy. I might be messing it up. Wonder Boy. Yeah, it definitely was Wonder Boy. Um, I'm looking at stuff. I don't remember Wonder Boy. So, I just like have very keen memories of playing this in uh, my my best friend growing up's house in his basement, and we're just sitting there tooling away at this game. And it's got a great aesthetic. Um, Comic Zone also. I saw that in chat that you just brought up too. That was a great one. But this one is just you're a kid. And you're adventuring and you're taking down monsters and you're getting new equipment. You get a sphere that you can twirl around. It also acts like a shield. It was the first time that I remember in a video game a weapon being multifaceted like that. And when you start off, you just start off in a nice lake town and you go into a nice tropical area. I have it on my Steam account right now and I might actually try to beat it. I don't know if I want to beat it though. I think I like the mystery of I don't know what happens if you can get through the desert. I don't think I want to know. I don't think I'm ready. Um, just saying. That, that's my... Wonder Boy and Monster World. Yeah. yeah. You meet up with young Nasty Man is what yeah. happens. And you have a very successful career as an actor and a moderately successful career as a musician. The Love it. end. Uh, and with all that, we are just waiting on chat at this point to, to vote for it. We have one for Mario, one for Red Dead right now. I can definitely give you what the worst game was from worst Ooh, summary game for me the was least the least summary worst summary game yeah uh, least for summary. me it definitely was Final Fantasy Eleven oh hmm. man reason why because online it's online it wasn't the best online game you know not that I'm like a big MMO like um, pro but what what why I got the most for me was that summer that my buddies played it I didn't have it. And I did nothing hardly that summer. Like, everyone was just playing that fucking game. I lost my best friend Mike that entire summer to that fucking game. Hmm. Like, it was just my ass driving around in my car like, yep, I'm going to the beach again by myself because everyone's at home playing fucking Final Fantasy XI, you know, playing on the Carbuncle server. And here I am just driving my fucking car. So... Worst um, game for me. Another Always. another honorable mention for me. A wonderful game that is no longer around. They shut down the servers quite some time ago. Uh, City of Heroes. 
wonderful game. Oh man, wonderful summer game. Oh, Not only could you, MMO stuff. it was an MMO unlike any other, and it still has yet often imitated, never successful. Um, you make your own superhero. You will spend hours just making the guy, choosing the powers, getting the name just right, going in, playing maybe four or five hours. Logging out, logging back in, deleting the character, then doing it all over again. And you fucking. Until you got the perfect it. hero. <laughs> it was such a great game. There was the community on it. You couldn't ask for a nicer uh, group of people. Always willing to help and support. Never, No one ever really nasty in it that I remember. Um, you could have. See, there were secret builds that you could earn later on once you hit max level. There were crazy awesome abilities the really coolest the coolest thing about city of heroes was the fact that like you'd be sitting there throwing your ice bolts throwing your laser beams punching dudes in the face and you'll see someone <laughs> floating across the screen and you will think that is the coolest thing you have ever seen in your goddamn life you like and it was really just some guy glitching across well the, he wasn't it was across the server they had a pre-flight <laughs> ability so the way uh, travel abilities worked in that game was you got a uh pre-ability that wasn't quite as good as a travel ability but looked really fucking cool if you didn't know any better and then you got the actual travel ability travel abilities were teleport fly super jump super speed and i think that was it now i'm thinking about it but like fly before you got fly you had to hover and hover was like a crawl in terms of speed but you, um, as a newbie, saw someone hovering above you, throwing down like a mega blast, and you were just like, <laughs> that dude's the man. And then you get hovering, and you're like, man, this move fucking sucks. <laughs> and then you got it fly, and you were awesome. Um, so it seems like we got the votes in, guys, unless you want to say something, Chris. I don't know. I'm, I was going to say, um, as far as like summer games right now, yeah. um, just while people are still kind of thinking about things, yeah. um, I'm actually... Wait, Boulevard Gaming has never played Super Mario Sunshine? Come on, Craziness. bro. Um, I'm actually in the middle of God of War right now. I know it didn't really came out a little while ago, yeah. uh, but God of War 4. Um, I actually, I don't know if I've said, also said this before, but I actually uh, marathoned the first three. I remember you that uh, at this point. Sick. It, yeah. Uh, so going like right into them. Um, but like this game is just at like talk about a freaking blockbuster game. Holy mm. shit. This oh, game yeah. is beautiful yeah. and the story is absolutely unreal. It keeps going. I haven't beat it yet. Um, but like every time I'm like, oh, this must be the end of the game. Like, nope, you have to go do eight other quests. I'm like, oh, shit. Um, but it my, is my, phenomenal. My problem with God of War, not that it's a bad thing, is that. Just when I'm thinking about to go back and do the main quest, <laughs> I'm in that stupid fucking lake of nine. I'm rowing away. I see something shiny in the distance. It's like, David, don't go towards just the go shiny. Towards thing. Just, do shining, Dave. Don't, just do it. Don't, just do it. Don't go to the shiny. Do don't. It. I'm going to the shiny. Uh, like, a lot. It's, yeah, it's so good. I keep getting, yeah, I've, I'm definitely taking a lot of time in this. Also, this game, uh, if for those that don't know, if you play the main quest and nothing else, it's about 18 hours. Um, Every other um, God of War game is only about 10 hours on its own. Mm. So that's just oh, if you wow. play the main quest and nothing else, 18 hours. If you do the side missions and all the side stuff, you're actually looking at about 35 hours worth of content, makes, makes which sense. is crazy for an action game. Like the yeah. only thing that really yeah. does that is like main, like massive RPGs. Yeah. Oh, I, I love that. Um, so good. Well, I started recently, recently playing again just because I got around the 4th of July. Mm -hmm. Um Wolfenstein New Colossus. 
Okay. Really fun game to play in the summer. I just started playing it like again, like oh, for the Fourth of July, because had to work the Fourth, had to go in early the next day. And I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. Let me just play something that makes you feel America. So I just <laughs> popped in, popped that in, and it's just fun replaying it. Just the stuff, nice. just hmm. the little shit you can do, the sounds that they make when they're being killed. You know, just it's good. A good summer game, I gotta say. Yeah. Cool. All right. Make I, America Nazi free again. It seems we probably have a winner here. We like we have a winner here. Yep. Winning by one vote. Winning by one vote. Just neck and a neck. A single solitary vote. Here. The official Bad Coyote Funky Summer Game of the Year 2018 goes to Red Dead Redemption. Oh, come yep. on. Verified. I mean, Verified. it's also. You paid t- the chat. It's rigged. I mean, it, it's the show well, is scripted. I, it's, it's also scripted. topical. It's it's not you know, my fault yeah. that I picked a topical and well received game that people more people have probably played than not. Oh, I, I'll admit, like as soon as Greg said it, I'm like, yep, I'm losing this, no matter what. Like, it's like it's it's a good it's a good solid game, and it's like I've hardly ever found a protagonist as cool as like John Mars Marston in any other games, yeah. maybe Kratos, but yeah. like. He was such a cool dude. Like just the way he responded to anything. Maybe I will. Yeah. Oh yeah. He he he's like the personification of a western. If you're your yeah. typical western protagonist. Um and and especially that end, the way he walks out of that barn like a G. He knows he's going to die. Yeah. But he just spoiler alert, but he just walks out and just pushes oh, those barn doors like I'm fucking here. Like I just I actually just bought it like a few months ago for uh for PS3. It was on sale for like 10 bucks. Spoilers. That's alright. I don't care about spoilers. He dies. Uh, if you ever play the Undead Nightmare, there's um, it's it's all tongue in cheek, but there's a mission where you have to go hunt Yeti, and then you have to go hunt yeah. the final Yeti, and you just see him sitting in the middle of the woods on a stump, looking really sad. And so instead of like killing oh. him, you can go up and talk to him. He's just like, "All my family's dead. Like this sucks." And you're just oh. like, "Oh man, dark, bro." <laughs> It's just, it's just like a really, like, it puts you kind of that whole GTA genre kind of on its head a little bit. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I love that Thanks, game. Rockstar. It, it's well done. I cannot wait for the next one. That's September? Is it coming out? No, I think it's later than that. Or I could Google it. It's this it year, right? Answer. Red Dead 2 has got to be this year. It has to be. Because it got delayed. This year, October, uh, October twenty-six. Rockstar release. Oh, Spider-Man's schedule. this year. Spider-Man's Spider-Man September. Spider-Man. Uh, and the Destiny update, obviously. The Destiny. Oh. Nolan North takes over. <laughs> no one the, cares about Nolan that. North takes over the Destiny universe. That's Can't wait. Uh, I, one of the comments I read about the Nolan North taking over too. I say this, and then we'll do our outro. Is that he'll just slowly take over every single speaking role to the point where Nolan North is just talking to himself. Yeah, which I'd be okay. With. That sounds great. I'd be okay. With. He's just gonna move into like TV shows where if someone moves their lips, so that it's Nolan North's voice that comes out. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be great. And like, there's like two people played by Troy Baker, and like that's it. Mm. Um. So, speaking of things, I'm also okay with. Uh, we've officially run out of time tonight. This has been issue number 152 Ooh. of the Back Here to Fucking Podcast. Uh, remember, if you want to help support us, support a good cause, and get some really cool fucking games in the meantime, you can always, uh, in the link for the show notes, at when once we post it to SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Now, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all these wonderful places, 
um, Humble Bundle we are now affiliated with. So that means that you can click on that fancy link and you can get some really cool fucking games and give us a little bit of it. Give charity a little bit yeah. of it. It's fine. It's great. It's wonderful. Um, right now, they have the um, CI Games Bundle, which for $1, you get Sniper Ghost Warrior, the Gold Edition, uh, Chronicles of Mystery, the Scorpio Ritual, and Combat Wings Battle of Britain. If you spend $7.90, you get uh, Lords of the Fallen Game of the Year Edition, uh, Sniper Ghost Warrior 2, and Sniper Ghost Warrior 2 World Hunters Pack. And this just keeps on going from there. Um, it doesn't cost you any extra money to click the link and buy it through there. Uh, we just get a small, small amount of the procedures. It's great. You could also do the monthly bundle, which is wonderful. Right now, um, the unlock is, or the games that you get are Hat in Time, Escapist 2, and Conan Exiles. And that's, uh, I think it's 12 bucks a month is what they say. And you get those three games, hmm. uh, plus maybe a little bit more. Supports Good Cause, supports nice. us, supports Humble, which are, are great guys. Um, and that's all we got for tonight. This is this has been yep. a wonderful, wonderful evening, gentlemen. Thank you for joining me. Uh, remember, if you're listening to this after the fact, you can go ahead and leave us a nice little rating. We super appreciate that. Uh, if you want to let us know what your summer game is, again, you can go to thebcfpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know. Just say hi, whatever. Uh, if you have a, a secret question from a previous episode you want to answer, we're always open to hear that now. I got a direct line to that. Dave's got a direct line to that. Casey doesn't, so yep. we're better for it. I'm never prepared. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, we'll see you then. Or we'll see you another time. <laughs>